Good morning, PML. Welcome to the breakfast <laughs> show. Yeah, we had to include the little intro at the beginning. Um, we are here to talk about PML football, and I am very upset and very, very disappointed in the trade committee, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, we also, we got Deloitte in the building. Deloitte, say what's up to the people. Yo, what's good, PML fans? Your boy, Deloitte. We are back. Uh, another episode. Today is advanced day. So, um, and trade deadline day. So, um, oh, yeah. As I did that, so, submit a mine. Make sure y'all get y'all trade offers in. And, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, we also got, we also got, uh, A Rod in the building. A Rod, say what's up to the people. What's up, Nap? What's up, Deloitte? What's going on, distinguished guest? Uh, happy to be here. Advanced day, trade, uh, deadline day, like Deloitte said. So, big day for us. Oh, yeah. We also got, Cook in the building. Cook, say what's up to the people. Yo, what is up, guys? Uh, we had some trades go down. We had some good games, and it seems like we still got more games to play, and we got more trades to do. Oh, yeah. I can't believe Deloitte just traded for Kyler Murray. That's shit crazy. <laughs> we also have drama. We have our main man and the king of the NFC. Not just the NFC East. He is the king of the NFC. Self-proclaimed. We have Drama Man in the building. Drama, say what's up to the people. What a new PML correction. That's self-proclaimed, self-acclaimed. You know what I'm saying? I took that title. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll get into it with the radio show, but y'all know what it is. Your main man, Drama. Salute to y'all, man. What's good? So we are here. We got a lot to talk about today. <laughs> we had some interesting news. And I said, like I said, I was disappointed in the trade committee uh, because of a trade that went through. You know, I put in a test. This, I put in the test trade that I felt was unrealistic to test what? my other test trade, trade committee. <laughs> That's what it was. I, I, the test that my other trade committee members and see if they would actually approve it. And they failed. Now, I still went through with the trade because I spent 10 content points. No, actually, it was free for me. But Debo might have spent. No, it was free for him. But I don't want to go back on the trade. So mm. the, <laughs> the trade is going through. And we'll talk about it here on the show. But it was a test. It was a test uh, on the trade trade committee. And I can't believe they – I am disappointed too, Deloitte. I, I got to tell you, I am extremely <laughs> disappointed in them uh, because that was just a test and they, they failed. Uh, but we had other trades go through uh, besides that one. We'll get to uh, the first trade. We had the Packers – I don't know if we talked about this. We had the Packers sending a second-round pick. For the Browns, Grant Delpit. It got reversed. It did get reversed. Yeah. Reversed. No, reversed. Or, or they're not going through with it. Grant yeah, Delpit yeah, Matt, had a dev game. His, he is now a superstar. He is a superstar now. So that was before. Actually, a superstar right. Grant Delpit going for a second-round pick, I think is more. It's probably more uh, fair than just well, the regular <laughs> yeah, it was more to me. It would be more fair than the old Grand Delpit going for a second round. It's Grand Delpit, I believe, with recuperation. But they, it's in Mally's <laughs> defense too. Before people be like, "Yo, he just dropped back." It was an agreement before the trade was there. Like if he got the dev game, they will no. So he had the dev game after the trade went through. 
Yeah, yeah, but they agreed okay. that like when they submitted it, that if he got the dev, they would right. nullify the trade. But they just did it for trade deadline to get the trade in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so honestly, to be honest, Mike's probably sitting back like, no way, no way, in fucking Mally gets a dev game with the the safety, bro. He's gonna be star, and then there's no way, there's no way in hell it happens. That's my idea because I wouldn't submit a trade because that trade would cost you points at that point. So. 10 points for a trade that might not go through. You got to have some type of feeling some way. Um, you know, it's almost as bad as spending a hundred points to not have a trade go through. Um, that that's also a thing. And, uh, I, I just, I don't see him being like, yeah, yeah you know, fuck them points. Um, anybody got any more comments about this Grant Delpit trade? It would have been a good trade for the Packers getting yeah, some I, linebacker. I even after the, the um, <clears throat> superstar. It, it makes more sense for him to be, go for a second with the superstar. Because he doesn't go for a first regardless. So Unless yeah. he has some good abilities. He yeah, recuperate, I agree. So. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, uh, I think the reason for the trade was that Grant Delpit is – about to be sub linebacker eligible. Mally said he needed like one attribute point that he already submitted. So, uh, Mike, I Mike would have gotten a sub linebacker in Delpit, which would have been a good pickup for him. You know, you'll have him for the cycle. I'm sure that was the thinking, but now he's gonna have to go back to the drawing board. I mean, if I could, I actually have kind of some uh, insight into the specifics of what Cammy was looking for with this. I mean, that Cammy. Specifics of what um Mally 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 was looking for with this trade. Um, Mally is in a cap strap situation because of the acquiring of uh the quarterback Deshaun Watson, and so he's yep. looking to create some space, looking to save some money. Um, he actually had a number of deals where he was trying to move guys around. Um, he had some issues with the trade, the no trade list, guys being added last minute with no real explanation. Um, so Mally was in a position where he just had to try and acquire something for a guy he felt like he wasn't going to be able to resign, and that's why he was moving on from Grant Delpit. Um, but with Delpit, you know, getting the dev and Mally um, not being able to move him, it's going to be a tough situation for those guys over in Cleveland uh, determining what they're going to what their next move is going to be. Well, you said no reason. I think we actually found out the reason yesterday is because yes. Mally finished the end of last year under uh what like 33 win percentage he was at the bottom of the coach rankings and people <laughs> who are at the bottom of the coach rankings are not allowed to trade their superstars for the season so uh and yeah, yeah, hold, on, hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on because i finished bottom five in the coach rankings is that why i wasn't was able to trade no, Ron smith no so let me let me yeah. ask you no, no, you, no. you, had, five. you had you had a one of one contract. What was your record, season five? I gotta clarify if it's coming from a season five record or if it's coming from because JT, I was JT, was, the, uh, J, JT finished his his win percentage for the whole cycle was under thirty three percent. So I gotta clarify if it was just season five because obviously he finished a lot better season five or what exactly. What was the line there? I think it was just season five. That would make sense of why I got the trade. I was also over 33% for the full cycle, but that would explain why I got the trade, why he gets I, the trade. I was, I was over 
I what we looked at yesterday, I was at thirty seven percent for the cycle. So yep. I was over the thirty three percent, but I was twenty six on the coaching rankings. So if it's a coaching ranking thing that I had a damn I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think all. it was a coaching rankings. And if it's the if it's just the percentage, then of course I was over the thirty three. What did what was your record season five? Do you remember? Uh, I mean, probably not good. Yeah, but it wasn't over thirty three percent. Oh, all my, the, seasons, I think all my seasons are pretty much over 33%. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Uh, how about uh, you, Deloid? Not Deloid, uh, Drama. Bro, I have no idea, bro. I would be lying to you if I gave you a number. I don't. I, I was so checked out the last season, especially. Um, I, don't, I don't know anything. I just know um, I remember before the new uh, okay, cycle you. began, I looked at the coach rankings, and I said, these folks got me all the way fucked up. They think this should a joke. They think this should a game, and so that's why I came in so focused this cycle to, uh, you know, really reestablish myself. But I know I, I was like twenty eight or some goofy shit on the coach rankings of worst coaches in PML. <laughs> you laughing, bitch? Goof, that shit ain't goof. funny. The <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck? And I, it, no, it was really funny, bad man. though. It was it was really bad though. <laughs> yeah, that's just you laughing, bitch. That's no, like, you funny, were in good like, company. You were right. You were right on, under me. Yeah, you were right there. You under, so A Rod was on top of you. That's crazy. You got an Amazon. No, yeah, I need like two or three spots, I think. Um, when it when it when it comes to uh, but back, uh, I think it has to do with uh, Q said Coach Rankins. He might know exactly because he's been there longer for me, longer than me. So I can't clarify. But I know before we've had issues with people trading. People, uh, people getting trades through where they didn't finish over thirty three percent, and I think now he's got something in the no trade bot or whatever he's got. Um, that once people get abilities, they go on it if that that person's record was below thirty three percent. Oh, oh, win percentage. Well, they not their so, record, but their win percentage. So, she posted a screenshot in chat that said from the horse's mouth himself, JT saying that it's about the coach rankings. I don't know where okay. the cutoff is. Like you always said, he was 26, and you can trade his guys. So maybe it's 27 and lower. We don't know, but it is coach mm-hmm. ranking, at least for okay. this season. So coach ranking, this is pretty much doing it. Yeah, for this season. Yeah, for season one. After that's probably gonna go back to the under 33 percent. We yeah, we don't know. It could be. It could start right at 27. Deloitte could have just made the line. Who's 27, by the way, Deloitte? You uh, remember? I have no idea. Or I, I think it's drama. <laughs> no, that's that's crazy. no, no, I'm, no, no, I'm not joking. I, I think it's drama because I wrote who's an article. After, who's that. after drama? Yeah. Hey. Uh, right well, now. yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, shout out to y'all, man. If it wasn't so, for the coaching rankings, I wouldn't be able to trade uh, Derrick Henry like I just did, bro. So shout out to y'all. So Making 27 that. was HD, 28 was drama. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if HD had any issues. Any ability players, the it could start twenty nine or thirty. I don't know. I gotta, you gotta. We, we don't exactly know. Where was CB? You said CB couldn't trade anybody. He, he was like twenty nine. So, yeah. so okay. HG said it's the yeah, bottom right. ten. HG says it's the bottom ten. So that means the cutoff starts with HD below him. So Dioy literally was the last person before the cutoff. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you just missed the cut, bro. That shit crazy. Yeah, that's what happened when you nice, bro. You know what I'm saying? But you trade speaking about speaking up about, about being nice, you know who's nice? Jalen fucking Waddle. And you know what? Yeah. Uh, I, I said, let's do a test. 
Let's see if Jalen Waddle could be traded. I want to test my other trade committee. I was doing a favor for y'all. Wait, was Debo in on this, or you just submitted a trade and <laughs> he was like, "What is this?" Uh, yeah, uh, Debo was in on it. Absolutely okay. in on it. Uh, so I wanted to test the trade committee. I said, "Submit a trade." We submitted a trade. I sent uh, a current first, a future first, and a current second over to the Miami Dolphins for Jalen Waddle. And I want to test my trade committee members and want to make sure that they're doing their job right. And they're not because they accepted it. And then we did it in game because we wanted to. Um, because we wanted to. That man <laughs> never logged in so quick to accept that trade in game. I'm I'm the one that sent it, bro. No, I, I accept it. I was like, hey, let's let's send it real quick. Um, there were two trades submitted. The first trade got uh denied, and they said they paid for somebody like Waddle. You need two firsts and a second, or some somebody said two firsts and second. I'll accept. And then people were like, you need at least two firsts as a starting line. So we oh, said, what was the original first. trade? What you were trying to lowball even more? No, bro, nah, nah, nah. I don't. I forgot the original. It's blurry. Um, I was drinking that night. I don't blurry. remember. The, it's blurry. Two second round picks. That is super blurry. I don't want to talk about it. It was just I was drinking that day. It was my brother's wedding. I was drinking. Don't worry about it. You don't um, drink. Listen. Shut up, A Rod. I remember. I remember Nev telling me he was going to go as a receiver, and I was like, "Cool." And we were just going down the list of receivers, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I like him on your team." No, nah, I don't like him on your team. Then this man fucking sends me like, "What about Waddle?" I'm like, "Bro, you're not getting Waddle." I don't even know why you throw that name out there. <laughs> hey, so I, tell, I showed Deloitte the screenshots between me and Debo. All I did is I, I didn't even say hi, Debo. I just, put, I just put a Waddle gif of the penguin wearing number 17. And he goes, uh, Come get him. And then that goes, him. Seriously? And that's how the negotiations started. That's how it started, bro. I, I was not prepared. He was like, I was like, seriously? He's like, yeah. I said, all right, let me let me come up with an offer. Uh, so and we submitted the first. After I was such a good friend enough to try to get him to fleece Debo, he would not accept it before our game. But, you know, here we are. <laughs> here we are, you know. Uh, here we are. And so the trade is two first-round picks and a second. My view as the Atlanta Falcons owner, um, we were looking for a, a wide receiver. We wanted T. Higgins. That's how we figured out about the – that's how we learned about the coach rankings and why T. Higgins was on the no-trade list, even though he has one year left on his deal. Um, we wanted T. Higgins. Uh, we were asking about Jerry Judy, we, uh, but D, uh, DK didn't seem like he wanted to trade him. Um, we yeah, asked about – No on Jerry Judy. And, and we asked about Amonra. Uh, because he's slow, and we know Fallen doesn't like uh, guys that aren't above 93 speed. So we had Amonra. Um, and turned out Waddle was the pick. I was just shooting a shot. I said, hey, Waddle, because he has two years left on his rookie deal. I was like, hey, at some point you're going to have to re-sign him. So, hey, you want to send Waddle? I was looking at anybody that had two years or less on their contract. And those were the list of guys. So I shot my shot, and we made a deal for Waddle. Um, at one point he was like, oh, I, you know, I want a player in return because I don't like, I don't, I'm not a, necessarily. Oh, a good I'm, I'm sincerely confused. Was this a mock trade or you really made this trade? 
No, this bro, he really made it, bro. He went crazy on me yesterday. I went, I went <laughs> what was he talking about on, on the pre-show that they just did a mock bro, trade? He's he coming up with an excuse, bro, as to why he just sat here and said that the committee's allowing unrealistic trades and we need to be realistic. And then in the same day, he went and got Waddle. Wow. <laughs> I did, but the the thing is, everybody got to remember, I do not get to vote on my own trade. So remember. Waddle's all right. Vita Vea, if that I, boy can't go nowhere. If I would have voted on this, I would have said no. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's I crazy. I mean, took advantage of his peers, bro. Yeah. I, I thought I would have voted on it and said no. So that's just what I'm saying. But we did get Waddle, A Rod, and we did use him against D Lloyd as a good friend should to show him the holes that his defense might have. Um, and his defensive philosophy, more importantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to uh, make sure that he understood. Uh, but we'll go around the room. Two first and a second for Waddle. Y'all can take the floor now. That Oh, oh uh, I forgot to mention that. The reason we did as Atlanta Falcons, we have – all we have you. You don't gotta explain have, why, bro. We have we have six. You don't have to explain. He has ninety eight speed. I don't need a convoluted listen, answer. Listen, as to no, why. No, 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 Mr. Anti speed, anti dolphins, anti waddle. That's like no. I I said that waddle makes your job easier, and certainly he does. He's gonna make my job. He's gonna make my job easier. He's gonna make my job a lot easier with Desmond Ritter. My issue with the Falcons is that you're able to load the box and double pits and not have to worry about anything. So now with Waddle there, you kind of got to pick your poison, and it worked out perfectly in the game. We'll, we'll get to it. Uh, but you got to kind of pick your poison, and you can't really press and load the box and not uh, worry hey, about it. Bro, you are, you are so smart, bro. I can't believe you thought of that. No one else could have figured out. Nobody in the Waddle. world. Nobody <laughs> in the world would have thought of that. Um, you're such nobody, a great football mind. Like, wow. Hey, hey, if I had more competition, I probably wouldn't have got him for two firsts in a second. I'm just saying. And, um, hey, hey, all right. No, that's a great transition because now you're asking us for our opinions on the Waddle trade. And this is where I think a lot of people had an issue is the fact that no one really knew Waddle was available. Now, shout out to you for shooting your shot. That's good for you. Now we flip the page to Debo because what could Debo have gotten for Jalen Waddle? What more could he have gotten? He will never know because he didn't even try to find out. So... You know, everybody the was same, like shocked. The same thing happened with Mahomes last year. No one knew Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, at least Mally no. put Mahomes in the trade block like an hour before he sent them in. Debo didn't even make a post. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say that because I think it was writing on the wall during the regular season when he almost broke the pick the uh, pick uh, threshold that he was like <laughs> on his way of moving from Mahomes and playing the last four games, and he even mentioned it in chat. So. Uh, if you were paying attention, to uh, anybody that was in chat at the time could have been like, hey, you know what, for Mahomes, if you really wanted him. But you obviously you're going to have to pay a bag to get Mahomes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, in the, on my side, I didn't think we needed the draft picks because, like I said, we got 16 people. Hey, already bro, we, 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 got, we got your side. We're trying to, we're trying to swap yeah. over to the Debo side now and trying to figure out. Like, like that, that's fine. If he doesn't want Waddle, I, like a lot of people think he's insane for it. But if that's his true philosophy, then that's cool. But what else could you have gotten for you? Like as a good GM, you got to at least fish out for other offers and get a counter offer, figure out something because Jalen Waddle is definitely one of the hottest commodities in the league, period. 
young player, superstar con or superstar player. Not only is on your rookie deal, you get the fifth year option as well. That's going to be less than what you actually have to pay a receiver of his caliber. And, you know, you just got to fish out for more because I think uh, Ziza in the chat, he would have started off with Jackson Smith and the Jigba, who starts off as a superstar in two first round picks, which is better than what he got already. Now, how many people could have actually given a better offer? I don't know because a lot of people blow smoke when it comes to like star players getting traded and everyone's like oh i could have offered more not everybody can but some people could have you all you had to do is just put in the trade block it takes five seconds and you could have found out all right so real quick um once again i have an exclusive straight from the game while black media room um i actually reached <laughs> out to debo uh for a little one-on-one after the trade hit and i'm not going to share any of my sources or reveal any of the private conversations um, you just but, shared your source. <laughs> well, no, no, well, no, no. I didn't share my sources. Yeah, yeah, your source um, was fucking deep. straight from the source. <laughs> All right, anyway, motherfuckers, fuck y'all, you technical pieces of shit. Um, someone within the Dolphins organization stated that part of uh, what made the negotiation possible was the uh, idea of who Waddle was being sent to. He didn't make it publicly known that Waddle was available or didn't want to publicize it because there absolutely were certain people, uh, certain teams or organizations that he just would not deal such a high caliber player to. So the fact that it was the Atlanta Falcons, the fact that um, he was being shipped out of uh, the conference, the fact that uh, Waddle was going to a team that he felt like if he made it into the Super Bowl or made it deep in the playoffs, that he wouldn't have to face the consequences of uh, sending Waddle away, a lot of that factored into why this deal was made possible and why it was acceptable for the Dolphins to uh, re- retrieve the assets that they get uh, in exchange for Waddle. Yeah, hey, man, there's other NFC teams that could have taken a crack at Waddle. Even if you have that logic, you still didn't fish out for better offers. You just hey, – I would have I would have sent it. Kind of, I mean, yeah, name, you them, name, them, name, them, Cook, name, name them, Cook. Name them, Cook. Name the other teams that you could have sent Waddle to that you would not have had the threat of it coming back to bite you in the ass if you're the Miami Panthers. Dolphins. Panthers. Well, I mean, there's there's 16 Panthers. teams in the other conference, and if you're worried about, like, let's say, I don't know, Hype Mike, you don't have to worry about Hype Mike. You can look at the bottom of the standings. You could trade him to Kame. You could trade him to JT. You could trade him to Burn. You could trade him to Bet. You could trade him to HD. Burn. You could have Neff, even, like, who actually got him. Uh, maybe even Fallen. There's a lot of uh, CEO. There's a lot of teams that you could have sent Waddle to in okay. that yeah. regard. Yeah, Man. yeah. I would have sent him to Fallen. Out of everybody on that list, give him Jamison Williams and uh, Jalen Waddle. That's yeah, crazy. No. Like that's crazy. Like think, just think strategically, I right? J- I give him to JT, no problem. At any time of the day, I give him to JT. Okay, but would yeah. JT have even given away two first round picks and a second round pick? Well, JT don't have picks, so that's uh. He yeah. also has to keep yeah. in mind that exactly, exactly. So let's let's brainstorm this. Let's really let's walk through this. Let's think of the teams in the NFC that I'm sending Jalen Waddle to them, and I don't have to. I don't have. I have no concerns about having Washington to face Jalen Waddle in the Super Bowl again. The Washington Commanders are the Commanders making that trade. You never found out. That's the thing. You yeah. never found out. This is all yeah, it takes is one team to raise the price. All it takes is yeah, one but, team, and you never found it out. So, 
So my thing he was satisfied. He was satisfied with the deal that was on the table. Why wait? Maybe maybe don't don't give don't give the guy a chance to think about it. Don't give the guy a chance to back out. He's on the table saying this is what the deal is. Take it while you get. You got to take the race when you can. When the trade committee is going to cap you already at those two first and and the second. Exactly. You got to you got to take the rape when it's available to you. You can't you know postpone the rape. It's crazy. Uh, My opinion on the trade, real quick, before we go down all the teams or whatnot. I don't mind the trade in terms of like the usage because obviously Debo wasn't fucking using Waddle and didn't really care about Waddle. He's gonna get the ball to both his running backs fifteen times a game regardless. So like from that as from that standpoint, like why not ship out and get a haul for for assets back? Uh, the only issue that I think people can have with it is the fact that. Uh, we talk about realism in trades, and it depends on where you sit on the fence. Some people don't care about realism in trades. Some people do care about realism in trades. I don't think it's a realistic trade, but if obviously we don't we don't have realistic trades going on sometimes. So if you just look talk, talking about like did it make sense for both of them? I think for Neff it makes sense because I mean you get a 98 speed guy when you already have you know Bijan and and Pitts, and then. I mean, Debo, for whatever reason, right over, like, how you feel about it, he wasn't using him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he just yeah. wasn't using him. And that's the thing. So, I don't I don't disagree with the fact that he traded yeah. Waddle. And that that's his team. He can do what he wants with it. I just feel like, like, me, personally, I'm not just settling for the first deal I see. I want to see what else I can get. Now, if you ask me, I don't think, remember, I talked about it yesterday. I don't think it's, the, it's your team. You are renting slash leasing that team. Now, would <laughs> I have approved that? Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't think that should have been allowed to go through because, like I said, if somebody, something happens to Debo, he spills milk on his PlayStation, somebody has to come get the Dolphins, they're going to be like, yo, where the fuck Waddle at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, bro, he in Atlanta, <laughs> long story. <laughs> you know what I mean? Long story. Hey, hey, oh, I he got you draft picks. From where Atlanta's draft picks, man. You can at least get that, you assholes. Yeah, so like I said, that's a, that's a separate argument. But, like, just in terms of, like, you know, looking at who's of it, like, who can I send them to? If you decided you're going to send them and move them and you weren't going to use them, I mean, it makes sense to go to Atlanta. And he's giving you picks that may or may not be good, just depending on how good, you know, he uses Waddle. Um, for the cycle, so it's it's whatever. But he did shoot a shot because I seen that live and it was wild. I didn't even think Waddle was available. I called him an idiot. <laughs> um, when it comes to uh the trade, anybody else got any comments on this? Nah, but you're I an mean, bitch, Neff. I mean, wow, listen, everybody, <laughs> listen, listen there's, listen, there's all types of uh, detractors and there's all types of naysayers. Tyreek Hill got traded from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Miami Dolphins just a couple seasons ago. So I don't think it's that far-fetched that Jalen Waddle yeah, ends up being years, moved. Yeah, he's got two years left. It doesn't matter. Jalen Waddle got moved. It was a good deal. Uh, we saw both teams hit the field right after the draft went, I mean, after the trade went through. Both teams uh, got a W. I mean, I think it was a win-win. I think it was a good deal. Um, I think both teams. I don't think nobody lost in the trade. And um, you know, I'm excited to see what happens going forward. I think this trade may have tipped the balance a little bit. Are you good? Oh, never mind. Yeah, good. Z could hop on real quick. Good. Z. I was just gonna say, drama. I know you've been you've been agreeing with the deal since it happened with a. Whatever the payback that he got for it was, Wado, it is what it is. But I know you're happy because people won't talk about your deal for with DK Metcalf anymore. Um, sending, <laughs> getting three first, 
consistent uh, for DK watching Bubba go to the damn near AFC championship every game and then not drafting well with him. So, you know, now the fire's off you and you're GMing. And um, I hope Debo drafts well. I mean, that, that's going to be the the, um, <clears throat> the deciding factor because people won't wor- wasn't, weren't worried about who you drafted now. But now since you traded Waddle, I mean, people are going to be watching. Oh, what did you get for uh, – what did you get for him? Is it going to be better? Is it going to be worse? So, I mean, you know, the pressure pressure that's not there anymore, like having to produce a Waddle, even though exactly what Robbie Chosen did yesterday, you could have schemed that up for Waddle. I watched the game. Um, You know, the pressure is now on you to be a good drafter. So, you know, good luck to you, bro. So, uh, the one thing I do, the one thing I was going to say real quick, before you go, um, anybody that needs content, that's a great piece of content, trading trees and figuring out what went for what at the end of the day when it includes draft picks and players, like re- reviewing trades that went past the past season and where those dra- what went for that draft pick and things like that. I just want to include that. That's a great piece of content that people will love. Go ahead, Cook. Uh, no, I was going to say that, like, Z said the pressure is on Debo to draft well. I think equally the pressure's on Neff to perform now because absolutely. He, if you would have lost me yesterday, that would have been a travesty. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now it's just like, all right, you got Bajon. We know Bajon's gonna get jukebox once he gets the snaps. You got Pitts with abilities. You got uh you got Lindstrom with threat detector out there. We saw that the whole red zone on third and fourth down. Obviously, you got Waddle now. You got on defense, you got AJ Terrell. He was really uh, cheating got, in my game. That's crazy. Yeah, no, it's no, it's crazy, though. He's got I'm inside stuff. I'm, I'm fucking drawing up some blitzes, bro. He's like, oh, I see that. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was yeah, doing something there, special. That's um, also, really quick, uh, there is a new storyline developing in chat between Mally and JT. I'm I'm nice. I'm noticing that as well. So, what what's the what's the storyline? Give us the give us the rundown. Uh, I haven't followed it all the way, but it looks like they are talking about both each other being trash and who uh, is more and who's had more top five picks. And uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's normal, that's crazy. All right, I'm so, gonna was that the last trade? That was uh, the last trade until more trades get approved. Um, drama, what's right. happening in Tyron Smithland? What's going on there? You spent 100 <laughs> oh. content points. Uh, Larry yeah. Tunsil was, was just bought off for 100 content points, too. I don't know. Yes, he was. Unless that was uh, somebody somebody did that and was able to manipulate us with their it, marketing a skills. Houston <laughs> marketing voodoo. Uh, yeah. the Houston, there was like a Houston, like a trade actually being submitted. Yes. Oh, uh, no trade by Houston. No trade by Houston yet. Oh. Mm. I'll say Let this about um, three real quick. I'll say this about Tyron Smith. Um, we're gonna chop it up to inexperience, um, bad general management. Um, definitely <laughs> a learning experience. But Tyron Smith, uh, after repeated attempts um, to move Tyron Smith for what? Uh, the Cowboys felt was a fair deal and what uh, the buyers felt was a fair deal. Uh, the trade committee denied several trades for Tyron Smith. And so the Dallas Cowboys are going to eat the 100 content points. We're going to keep 
Tyron Smith, and we found a way to be able to keep him on the roster, but that's going to be coming a little bit later today and uh, content that we're going to drop. We're going to do – actually, we're going to do something that's for the benefit of the league. It's going to help a lot of guys out. A lot of uh, teams are struggling with their cap situation, struggling being able to uh, re-sign guys or, you know, uh, dreading going into the offseason and not being able to be active in free agency. But um, I'm going to go – live with the Gaming Wild Black Media exclusive uh, explaining to some of the users and the general managers in PML um, some tools that are available to them that may be able to help them out of their cap hell situation. So you guys stay tuned for that. Ooh, cap, cap lessons from drama. That's, that's going to have a lot of Learn how to utilize that restructure or immersion <laughs> tool, whatever one that's being done. <laughs> there's some tools available. There's some tools available. So uh, pretty much, yeah, we're going to stand pat. Um, Cowboys are going to basically run it back um, next season with the same squad we have with the addition of whatever we're able to uh, accumulate um, through the draft. So we're excited. We're looking forward to uh, what next season is going to bring. And, um, yeah, you know, 100 content points down the drain. Um, but it actually kind of works out because the workaround to keep uh, Tyron Smith on the squad uh, would have rendered – um, the usage of any content points ineffective anyway. And so while we're working to be able to keep Tyron Smith on the roster, um, we get to, you know, do content and get the content points up. And by the time we're able to uh, keep Tyron on the squad, we will have um, uh, gotten ourselves out of the content point hole. So, you know, it kind of works out. Uh, it's unfortunate that I didn't find out what I found out until now. Um, but I'm thankful for the experience of really having to figure out what the hell am I going to do about this cap situation. So oh. we're definitely looking forward to it. I know what you're talking about. Make sure y'all tune in. The Game Wild yeah. Black, what you say, exclusive? There you go. Yes. Um, yes. Game Wild Black Media. Yeah, nobody, nobody, uh, nobody allowed this random shameless <laughs> plug on my breakfast. What do you mean? Oh, I'm saying. Anybody know? Hey, you, 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 just... you would allow the next part. We wouldn't have needed to have this exclusive, but we got Q's exclusive um, immersion system <laughs> video. To himself only. All right. So are we hopping to a game? Because there's a whole lot of games. We probably got to rapid fire through a lot of these. No, everybody's uh, playing. Yeah, yeah let's, hop, let's, hop, let's hop into the game. We actually don't go to rapid fire. We've got plenty of time. Uh, but let's hop into the games that were played, and then we're going to hop into the games that uh, are for next week because advance is today, right? Or am I tripping? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Today, today's advance day. So we'll hop, hop to – right now we're going to hop into um, the games for uh, this week, and then we'll hop into next week and get A-Rod's take on the sports book. All right. All right, guys. Lloyd, what's the games for t- this week that we got to talk about? Well, all of them. Uh, yeah, all of them, but one. Um, the first game we're going to talk about is the Buffalo Bills defeating the quarterbackless Tampa Bay Buccaneers, thirty-four to eighteen, where Carson Strong he was the starter. He was he was playing so well with Baker Mayfield. It, it's actual for somebody that's in his division. It was a shame uh, for Baker to go down. On that. Um. But he was playing really well with Baker. Uh, yeah, I'm shocked that he didn't just go. I know we talked about Willis for a little bit. I'm shocked that he didn't just really like force himself to go get another quarterback. Um, especially with that older-ish team, just rocking with that 56 overall Carson Strong is that is a bold choice, and it's not paying off so far. But uh, 
Damn, one touchdown, six picks. It is definitely not paid off so far. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, maybe you'll go get one. Is is there a better one than free agency? Or no? Nah, nah. Like, There's like yeah, 64 yeah. overalls to eyes in free agency. I mean, it's it show. Yeah, no, it goes to show. Like, if you think Baker is like not going to be good, he's a 72. There is worse out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, it's he should have got a quarterback. Uh, you could kind of he's writing it out. You know, if he gets a high pick, he gets a high pick. I don't think he's. It's like the soft tank. Like he's not trying all he can to win uh, off the field. He's just trying to win with what he's got. Um, and the quarterback's just not going to do it for him. Kind of like what Q was doing at the beginning of the year. He's going to just try to win with what he's got. And if he doesn't, good. If he does, good. Either way, you win. Um, um, next game. Yeah, next game. Uh, oh, the, before we go uh, to the next game, what is the Bills' record? Five and three now. Uh, yeah. Five, yep, five and three. Tampa Bay drops to two and five. Has anybody watched enough games of Beast to kind of get a feel of uh, how good watched. he is? Abe's game. Me either. I haven't uh, watched that one. I, yeah. I've, I've done two red zones for his games, and uh, he, when he played T Bandit and lost, and when he played King Mike and won, and I mean, I feel like his performance is very inconsistent. Where it's like, yeah, he can bring it, but he can also shoot himself in the foot, and you really don't know which beast you're gonna get. But mm-hmm. you know, more often than not, with the Bills, you're probably gonna get the good version. Yeah, exactly. You got you just got so much there that you should be all set. Um, what's the next game, D-Lid? Um, the next game, the Houston Texans shut out the Carolina Panthers, thirty-one to zero, advancing to six and one. Carolina dropping to two and five. Six interceptions thrown between between the two quarterbacks in Carolina. Also, Jesus, and no touchdowns thrown in Houston. Jesus. Yeah, Carlos uh, Johnson, yeah, Johnson got the start, and he had 27 carries, 152 yards, and three touchdowns in Houston. Yeah, he uh, he was excited about Roshan Johnson uh, just because he, he – did he end up moving Pierce? It was to, to the Cowboys. Did that trade go through, or did you back out drama? You know, What's trade? Can't play him, right? The one for Damian Pierce. No, I got Damian Pierce. I, I got Damian Pierce – uh, for a second round pick and a fourth round okay, pick. Okay, so Roshan Johnson was just a is now the starter in uh Houston. He's okay with the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roshan so, Johnson this, was the replacement. With this trade, I see somebody like he's either gonna get uh he's either gonna get Tavion Thomas Bra- or Braylon Allen. No, he's getting he's Braylon. Gonna- he loves Braylon Allen, bro. He's gonna try to get Braylon Allen. Because when I said I'm gonna get Braylon Allen, he said you are gonna have to get him before me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but this is a uh, that defense in Houston. They're playing. They they are playing. He's uh he's got that defense. This is the second shutout he's got, right? Or am I mistaken yeah. with that? Second uh, shutout. It might be. I mean, his defense in general has been really, really, really good. Really good. They're number one in defense, third in yards, second in passing, thirteenth in rushing. Yeah, they, they, he has is at least that's the scheme it says he has. It's been going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, really, really he's well. had an easy schedule so far, but no one has really been able to play much defense so far this cycle. So, like, no matter yeah, who you're they, playing, that's still a testament to 
Like, yeah, he's great he, defense he, he, he cheated to win against me like I cheated to win against Eli. We all know this. This is stuff we know. Um, what's uh, what's the next game, Eli? Um, the next game was the New Orleans Saints defeating the Indianapolis Colts fifty-two to twenty-four. Saints go to five and three. Colts drop to three and five. And Anthony Richardson threw five picks. That's had his. Is 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 uh is CB a hot and cold user? Is he one of those yes. that you would say is hot and cold? Yeah, uh, because absolutely. we've seen him put to, together some good games. We've seen him actually play some solid games. So he did still um, run really effectively, twenty for one fifty-two and a touchdown with Jonathan Taylor. So that was still. That was yeah, now he's got Jonathan. Is this, was this Jonathan Taylor's first game or was it last week? I think week? Second, 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 maybe second. even third. Second, okay, yeah. Second game, okay. Yeah, you have Jonathan Taylor. You got him back. Uh, you should have been throwing five picks, but you never know what, what the game's going. Like, is it he, him loaning in the box? You're not getting real, a lot of success and you're down. Like, then you got to start trying to force the ball a little bit. Um, but five picks with Anthony Richardson, you throw five picks in any game, there's a – there's a big chance that you're not going to win that game. And uh, it didn't turn out that he could he would overcome that against the New Orleans Saints. Um, but the Saints moved Marshawn Lattimore. They moved, moved Ryan Ramchuk. They are sitting at the division lead at 5-3. and three. So even if they move those guys, they still feel comfortable enough with their skill level to be able to, um, you know, stay atop of that division. And it's working out so far at 5-3. and three. Um Anything, anybody want to comment on this game? Anybody watch this game to speak on some of the interceptions that maybe were thrown and how this game kind of got away? Uh, No. I mean, the only thing I know is just with the rookie quarterback. I mean, you want to go through a lot of uh, trial and error until you get them dev'd up. So we're still in the process of, now we are, but you know what I mean. CB still in the process of dev'ing up. Anthony, I mean, he's up to a 72 overall, so he has been making progress. Yeah, he's probably gonna be more accurate. He is more accurate than Lev than Will Lev. That is crazy, bro. But anyway, um, I do. That's, <laughs> I do. Crazy. That's crazy, bro. I'm foul petition on that shit, bro. That is he insane. is more accurate than the goat Will Levis, that bro. Is Mayo insane, man, bro. bro. That is Jeez, insane, bro. bro. That is wild. Um, but <laughs> I'm trying to hate EA, bro. Just for that, I don't know what they I, watch, bro. But bro, um, that's crazy. Yeah, I know the rookie quarterback challenge could be a thing, man. But uh, he'll you, be he'll be there eventually. Do you, do you think? Do you think Madden got it right? Yeah, absolutely not, bro. They think Clayton <laughs> Tune is more accurate than Will. It's crazy, bro. I don't know what film they watch. Bro, opinion, bro. But let's think, move yeah, on before I, I, I go think, on another I think, rant. D Lo, I think JT's a ratings adjuster for Madden, bro. bro he might be, bro. He knows. He know how he plays. Don't get low, players, bro. Yeah, bro. He don't love I just him, bro. seen Ray Davis run for two eighty against Florida in real life. Watching be a sixty-two overall here in Madden. But, um, oh, in our yeah, draft man. But uh, moving on, the yep. uh, Dallas Cowboys defeated the the. Los Angeles Rams well, gave them their first defeat, actually. Um, 26 to 20. Cowboys go to 5 1 and 1. That sounds so ugly to say. The Rams, <laughs> I hate saying ties, bro. <laughs> the Rams dropped to 7 and 1. Oh, man. Drama. Drama. Yeah, talk about it. Here for that game, right? Yeah, drama. Yeah, talk about no, I want um, drama's yeah. opinion first, and then it makes sway your opinion. <laughs> yeah, drama. Um, no, nah, it was really. Uh, Tightly contested game. Um, we started off a little slow, a little sluggish. 
Um, credit to Los Angeles Rams defense. They forced up two turnovers to Dak Prescott in the first half. Um, so we went into the uh, went into the. We had some poor clock management also at the end of the first half. You know, went into halftime down uh, ten to three. Um, but you know, third quarter we were able to you know regroup and put it together. Uh, we scored ten points in the third quarter. Uh, went into the fourth quarter up by three points. Um, Rams drove down the field, got a touchdown um, on our ensuing drive. We were working our way downfield, but got halted near like uh, I want to say midfield. Punted the ball, and um, we saw some things that the Rams had done early in the game. They tried to come with a similar look. Uh, we were, you know, double coveraging and bracketing uh, Cooper Cup the whole game, letting the rest of our cornerbacks play a man on the other guys. And, um, yeah, tried to hit uh, Tutu Atwell on the backside dig. Middle linebacker Van Der Esch was able to, you know, lodge the ball out, dislodge the ball. And um, Trayvon Diggs got a pick six, picked the interception, took it for a touchdown. And uh, from there, uh, the Rams were able to come downfield and, and get a field goal before the end. Oh, we had a stellar uh, goal line stand uh, to end the game. The Rams actually worked it down to the goal line. They had first and goal from the one or second and goal. I mean, second and goal from the one yard line. I think they tried to run it and uh, we stuffed it. Had them with a, like a four yard, four yard loss. Um, third down, they tried to throw the ball, tried to get Cooper Cup in the end zone and we were able to stop them. Uh, they kicked the settle for the field goal to end regulation. We got the ball in overtime and uh, didn't give the Rams a chance to put their offense on the field. We got downfield. Uh, Dak had one errant throw that almost was intercepted, could have ended the game. But uh, the football guys were with us. And, um, yeah, we put, the, put a good drive together. Got in the end zone running the ball. And uh, that was it. We, we knocked off the last uh, unbeaten team in the NFL. And now we're, you know, poised to sit atop the NFC and uh, push our way into the playoffs. You still have to lose another game for you to be the top of the NFC, I believe. Man, I beat him. Fuck you talking about. I beat him and the only other six and one team lost to the Rams. So by Well you got you gotta you gotta you gotta tie. You gotta tie though. You don't gotta tie. Man, listen, I beat the Rams, (laughs) B. That's the point. You know what I'm saying? All that technical spectacle. We beat the Rams. The Rams took that L, you know what I'm saying? And so we feeling really good, man. Uh, I think Drama actually summed it up in a uh, pretty realistic way. I mean, it was a close game throughout. First half was a little ugly. That's been how most of my game stuff went, though. It's just like, you know, just trying to hang in there, wait for the second half. And we had a lead in the fourth quarter, but, you know, the 2-2 Adwell, big hit into the pick six. That was – uh, definitely not according to plan. I felt like we were playing good enough defense to where I felt confident we could just try to keep him out the end zone. Especially Tony Pollard got hurt early in the game, and that pretty much killed the Cowboys ground game. But, uh, yeah, offense just didn't do enough with the opportunities we had. But uh, for me, I feel like I'm always waiting for my first loss in the regular season to come. I told Rama this yesterday, too. I like waiting for that first loss so you can learn about what you did wrong because – even when you do things wrong when you're winning, it's kind of like putting a Band-Aid on it. But, like, when you lose, then you really just sit there and you're like, all right, we could have done this and won the game. We could have done this. And there's a lot, I feel like, you know, that could have went different. Uh, over time, we did drop a pick, but, you know, we could have done better, like, you know, trying to guard the run after that because he kind of just ran down the field after that. Um, and then offensively as well, even, like, we only have Cooper Cup on offense, and there's probably better ways to get other guys involved, so – you, know, you go back to the drawing board with stuff like that. Cowboys are a tough team to play against, and you know with the Rams. But 
Uh, you know, I feel like that's not an excuse for why we lost. I feel like the game was there. We were literally one yard away from winning the game. So even that yeah. sequence at the end, right? Like you get second down and goal at the one yard line, you probably should get three cracks at it. And we didn't, we only got one crack at it really. Yeah. Well, that was a good win in Dallas and um, the Rams. I mean, still being seven to one with that team. It's still pretty impressive. Uh, moving on to a NFC North showdown. The Green Bay Packers defeated the Minnesota Vikings 51 to 24. Packers go to five and two. Minnesota goes to five hundred and four and four. Anybody watch this game? I didn't even know this game was played, to be honest. Yeah, didn't get to see the game, um, but definitely a big game um by the Green Bay Packers putting up 51 points. I mean, Jordan Love, 10 for 19. Two touchdowns, Aaron Jones getting down on the ground, 18 rushes for 152 yards. But I think the main story of this game was uh, the Green Bay defense with three interceptions. Um, I think those three interceptions, uh, one of them was, it looks like it was a pick six um, by the rookie Carrington Valentine. Um, and Darnell Savage had a pick six as well. So defense with two touchdowns on the board uh, for the Minnesota Vikings. And um, I think that kind of much summed up uh, the game for them. So yeah, y'all, I mean, by, I, y'all by chance know who Carrington Valentine is? He's one of the, he's an All SEC defender for for Kentucky, and he's only a sixty six overall. They don't give <laughs> us our credit, bro. It's wild, man. <laughs> Crazy, but go ahead. Uh no, I was gonna say I actually did the red zone for this game. This game got played like uh, Sunday morning, and it was a game that could have went like you know to a closer, uh, at least a victory, if not like a. A close loss for the Vikings. There was three fumbles in that game. Uh, two of them, the Packers fumbled and got it back and won the Vikings in the red zone that the Packers got as well. In fact, one of them was on that, you know, how people are diving into the goal line from like the three-yard line. Mike tried to do that with Aaron Jones and Wimmy forced the fumble, but it was picked up by like a backup tight end for a touchdown. So it was plays like that that could have made it closer, but uh, Mike ultimately was kind of in control when he was on offense. He wasn't really missing Aaron Jones with that jukebox, Watson with the 96 speed. It was a little too much for the Vikings, it looked like. I got a question, Cook, uh, about this game. So, uh, Aaron, you know, Jordan Love had 10 completions for 230 yards. Um, I think it's time that guys start to key in on the uh, offensive passing attack of Hype Mike. Is he still doing what he's been successful with the previous few cycles where he just has a lot of, like, Big time, you know, money plays, so to speak, to get the ball down the field. Uh, I would say just about that. Like, it's mainly just about like knowing where Christian Watson is on the field at all times, and like he he's every play is kind of centered around trying to figure out what to do with Christian Watson. So, um, you know, I feel like we haven't really seen somebody just focus on taking him out the game and forcing him to make a secondary read. So, you know, I'm sure someone will do that, and when that happens, we'll see. You know, if that is possible, and if it is, what the adjustment is. Well, I say that because you're playing them next, motherfucker. So are you going to take them up? Like, show this guy that he can't just run roughshod over the league. But I'll leave it at that. That's the reason why I asked the question. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I'm I'm doing what I can with the Rams. I'll try. <laughs> All right. Um. Moving on to the next game, we have the Miami Dolphins, um, who are waddleless, defeating the New England Patriots 38 to 28, going to five and three. Patriots four, three and one. 
Now, obviously, this played during my game, but I know there was a red zone going on for it. So, how did this game play out? Um, big game. Uh, well, it was one of those rain games. It was a monsoon in Miami. Uh, Miami came out running the ball early, getting down the field. Uh, the Patriots, um, on their first drive, uh, were able to get into field goal range. But Miami has one of those uh, X factors, uh, you know, the stadium factors where um, the kick meter, I mean, the kicks are uh, pressure kicks. And so a pressure kick in 14 mile an hour wins. The Patriots didn't want a chance missing the field goal. So they went for it on fourth down and there was a turnover on downs. Uh, so Miami went downfield again and scored. So they were up 14 nothing early. And uh, the Patriots just aren't a team designed to really. Uh, play from behind, passing the ball, and uh, the Patriots just kept trying to pass the ball against the Miami secondary, and Mac Jones was wildly inaccurate. Uh, some formations he had Matt Corral in there. It just really was a was an ugly game by the Patriots early, and uh, by the time he just really focused on trying to get the run and getting, you know, doing what works best for his offense, it was just a little bit too late. Um, Miami had big plays with David Achane, and they had big plays from uh, Robbie Chosen and Tyreek Hill. It was just too much for the Patriots to be able to uh, make up that 14-point deficit early. Yeah, and I think with the Patriots, it's hard to stop the run with that base roster. And then you're going against the Dolphins. It doesn't matter who the receiver is. You at least got Tyreek, but... Uh, you know, more importantly, you got a chain or Chan and uh, Moster who are both really fast. And Debo, who's comfortable running, is a good runner, which oddly makes the Dolphins a good fit for him for that reason, having those guys. And he proved that today. And yeah, Mac Jones in the rain, that was always going to be a tough game. All right. So moving on to the battle um, of New York, the. New York Jets defeated the New York Giants 33 to 23. Jets go to four and three. Giants fall to two and six. Um, the first thing that stands out to me, Daniel Jones threw five interceptions in this game. I think he leads the league at this point. Uh, he has, I don't know if he leads the league, but he has 21. So he's up there. <laughs> so it's, safe to, it's safe to say that Daniel Jones will not be the answer long term in New York. Doesn't he have to with the contract? I mean, not be the answer, but kind of. So. Is he? Is he though? Well, yeah, he has a four-year <laughs> contract. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he'd have to probably sit on the roster the rest of the next. That's what I mean. Yeah, days. yeah. Even if you go somewhere else, like he's he, you're paying him. Nobody's trading for him. I'll tell you that. Nobody's trading for him. Nobody. (laughs) Listen here. Listen here. One more shameless plug. Again, tune in later to Game of Wild Black Media. There is is a a light at the end of the tunnel for the New York Giants if they want to get out of the hell that is Daniel Jones' contract. And I will tell you guys uh, one of the options that are available to the New York Giants. A little bit later, but um, yeah, Daniel Jones doesn't seem to be the answer. Maybe he'll be the answer for someone. Um, Daniel Jones is not a you know he's not a useless quarterback. Uh, it's just um, know that contract. The New York Giants <laughs> are just unwilling to find a way uh, to utilize Daniel Jones to, to the best of his ability. So it's kind of it's a little um, 
I don't want to say upsetting because fuck them, but I kind of feel bad for Daniel Jones and these wide receivers that are on the New York Giants offense because um, there is a system in which these guys could thrive and could uh, really, you know, cause some wreak some havoc on uh, on secondaries. Uh, but the Giants are just really unwilling to use these guys the way that they need to be used in order to be successful. Yeah. Um. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that quarterback situation. It's definitely going to be um an interesting one. Um, especially if he's higher in the draft order, what he does in that draft. Um, next game, the Atlanta Falcons cheated to defeat the Tennessee Titans twenty seven to thirteen. Um the Falcons go to four and four, the Titans drop to three and four. Uh if by any chance, Neff, are you here? If not, I will talk about the game. That's crazy. He misses the opportunity to gloat. Look at that. Um, I will talk about the game, and then you guys can, you know, if y'all watched it, have any feedback as well. Uh, we came in with the game plan on even though he had Waddle, it is kind of like what he said, like pick your poison. I was 100% okay with Waddle going off. I was just going to put Caleb Farley on him and, and just hope for the best. And we were going to try to stop B. John because in all of our lab games, he ran for over 200 yards. And I was not going to have that happen in this game. So Listen, we, I didn't think you were dumb enough to say, you know what, fuck Waddle, but we're. <laughs> well, clearly people don't listen to me when I talk. Uh, I don't be joking when I be saying the things I be saying, bro. And I'm stubborn, and I know, hey, bro, it could be a rough one. But I pay. we looked up his I pay him $3 million a year. I need him to man up and figure it out. Um. So, yeah, we, we manned him up. It did not work well early. We dug ourselves into a, a 14 point hole. Yeah, um, 14 nothing to start the game. Yeah, it was 14 nothing to start the game. And we just try to stay disciplined, run the ball, and, and just, you know, stay behind the run, Derrick Henry. And we I felt like we had we had chances to actually like tie and even take the lead at times. Um I think right before halftime we gave up a deep shot um to get you down to the one yard line, and then we dropped a pick in the end zone that could have stopped points there. Um, we threw an interception right in front of the end zone because Will Levis can't throw yet. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, we had a couple. We dropped a, a potential game tying screen interception because uh, yeah. Monty Rice can't fucking catch. So uh, I feel like we had opportunities there. Uh, then I probably outthought myself at the end. Like I had, I had to let you score uh, before I got the ball back at the end of the game. And then for whatever reason, I was like, if I let him score at the end. I'll really have another chance to try to go down and get points or at least get, at least get completions because I needed that to stop Traylon Burks from getting suspended, and that did not happen either. So um, <laughs> it was just a rough game all around uh, for us to try to figure things out, man. But um, Waddle is, is fast. I don't know if y'all know that. He's, he's a fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so from my, uh, my point of view early on, uh, we actually wanted to stick with the run. Uh, I thought he was. Gonna you know, do a little to a little more to worry about what I thought that was smoke and mirrors, but they Dilo don't give a fuck at the end of the day. <laughs> Dilo gonna do what he wanna do. I thought, nah, no way. Dilo's like, we're gonna one on one with Caleb Farley. I was like, nah, no way he's gonna have and then sure enough he did. Uh we're gonna yeah, uh, go cover zero, bro. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. So <laughs> you when you rolled that safety, so uh one of the things like when I after the trade, one of the things that it did is that first TD to Kyle Pitts. Like, you had to choose right then and there. Uh, mm-hmm. Either get Waddle 
or get Kyle Pitts, and then he left Kyle Pitts one on one. I was like, all right, threw to Kyle Pitts. He ran. He, he had a t- he ran for ran away from everybody. That's what's fucking hilarious yeah. about it. It wasn't it wasn't one of those where it was a deep shot and he just beat somebody off the line. He ran a deep in and then ran away from everybody. And I was like, bro, that Kyle Pitts just be different, I guess. Um, he it's just uh, it was a good game. Uh, Deloid, I gotta say, he's got that Titans team playing really well, better than the overall. Um, you know, using use Derrick Henry really well, um, and uh, mix it up off offensively. Uh, did he leave? All right, I don't know. Yeah, if he dropped there. there. Okay, okay. I didn't know if I left for a second. I was like, yo. <laughs> just as he was giving you your roses. Yeah, he was finally giving me my flowers, bro. But, um, no, he's there. Yeah. Yes, we hear you now. You're good. We hear you. All right. Move I don't on. know what he's about to say. Yeah, we about to move on. Um, we shame I couldn't get my flowers from that. Yo, I'm so annoyed, bro. Oh, somebody, so, somebody, somebody keeps called me, and then I got Siri talking in my ear because I got that AirPods, and I got Siri talking to me. You want to call him back? Like, no, bitch, get the fuck off the phone. <laughs> trying to talk to my fucking video game friends about fake football right now. You're fucking ruining my vibe. Um, no, D line played really well. That defense played really well, and uh, I I expect big big things moving forward from the Tennessee Titans. He's done with that run and shoot bullshit. That uh, let's just play shotgun because we we scared of being claustrophobic bullshit. And uh, <laughs> I I really I really uh, think D Lloyd's gonna put uh, make a run here to either get a wild card spot or something else. Wow, uh, that's the first time somebody believed in me, man. I appreciate it. Um. Next game hasn't been played yet. I don't know if y'all want to we skip it to Jaguars and Steelers. Um, are they playing? Or the game is no, I think it's going to be a CPU game. Y'all like Sim or he's playing CPU? No, no, no CPU because I don't believe the Jaguars are going to be available. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all he's right. waiting on. I think he still needs to find a PlayStation after the spilling that almond milk all over, all over the place. Oh, that was a true story. Yeah, that's I remember a true we story. talked about the you milk. I remember you said you said like T Man at once. I thought like. I don't know. That's no, that was real. a joke. Oh, well, damn. Uh, yeah, you don't have a PlayStation right here. now. Uh, right. But, you don't have PlayStation or milk. So, so <laughs> let's go. crazy, bro. <laughs> Miss or milk. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, we have a few games left. Did you still want to? All right, yeah. Yeah, let's yeah, do games left. Um, The Philadelphia Eagles in the upset defeated the Washington Commanders 23-21. They moved to 3-5. The Commanders are also... Um, three and five. Two and two and zero against the Commanders. I don't think that was a real upset. Um, HD, it's two and zero against the Commanders. I'm I'm necessarily not surprised. So, uh, uh, I Chandler had fourteen carries, fifty five yards. That 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 was his first game, right, with Philly? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Swift only five for thirteen. So Swift went crazy all year and then got demoted. That's I mean, the game crazy. did. The game did come down to a last-second touchdown by the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, the Commanders definitely showed up and showed out. Uh, the Eagles really—I won't say they got lucky. You know, it was a good scheme, but um, they definitely had to fight to get the dub. It wasn't just a, a walk in the park like most people might have anticipated. All right. Yeah, and the first game he blew them out. Yeah, the said the Jags and Steelers are playing today. So. All right. Uh, what's the What's the next game, D-Life? Now the next game, the Seattle Seahawks defeated the Cleveland Browns thirty-eight to twenty. Seahawks sitting quietly at six and one, 
And the Browns, are they still on top of the AFC North? I believe they are at four and three. Yeah, the one game that uh, the Seahawks dropped was the first game of the year, and he played the Rams. And yeah, so he's just quietly the, just beating the everybody. A little else. More, ready, more ready than Z at that point. That game could have gone away. I don't, not the game itself, but with those two users matching up, it usually could go either way. Um, I don't know if that was actually a blow or not, so I can't say the game could have went either way. But um, this division six, is going ha- to have a three, four loss team um, in the wild card game. <laughs> so, Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, I didn't uh, watch this game, though. Did you see it or no? No, nah, nah, no comments. All right. Uh, Deshaun Watson threw two picks. Uh, he looked like he had a solid game. Geno was almost perfect. 10 for 14, 223 touchdowns. 153.2 oh, quarterback rating. So almost, actually, literally almost perfect. Actually, I gotta, I, I do got to say something. Uh-huh. Mally is making this big thing about new users, new teams, and you could be better and this and that. Um, beat somebody good, please. And then maybe somebody will say you, you, you're better. Beat somebody good besides the your own division mates. And maybe somebody will yeah, say yeah, you're yeah. better. He didn't beat me. Sorry. Yeah, you didn't beat you didn't even be, you didn't beat A-Rod. A-Rod's better than you. So I didn't you, say I say A-Rod's better. A-Rod, you're better than him. Be, uh, be uh, somebody outside the division that actually knows what they're doing. And then maybe we'll talk about it. But you can't sit there. Oh, it's new. I'm doing. I'm hey, don't make this up. a handicap match. He's going one on one with JC. Leave him alone. Yeah, I I needed a tag in real quick. Be yeah, somebody. No, no, no tags. Let him shoot the no one. Ta- <laughs> no tags. No, but uh, I do see that going on, and it's pretty funny. They both suck, in my opinion. I suck too. So <laughs> I don't even care if you come back at me and say you suck. Well, yeah, but y'all suck too. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I don't suck. I'm saying y'all suck. Um, JT should have never been 12. JT should have been like 28. Fucking bum. Um, but let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to uh, to the next game, D-Lit. Uh The next game, the Arizona Cardinals um, upsetting the Baltimore Ravens 42-10. to 10. Cardinals go to 1-7. Ravens drop to 2-6. and six. And Kyler Murray. Uh, even though he can't see over the line, he seemed to play good in this one. So it's a good win there. Did anybody watch this one? Or obviously, A Rod watched well, I it. I experienced it. <laughs> experienced it live. A <laughs> <laughs> Rod, he I, he needed his first win. I I didn't think this was gonna go too well for you. Um, I did take the the Cardinals in sports, but. Hey. The main question I have is the Lamar Jackson throw picks because at this point, he that's like the biggest storyline of the Ravens. He only threw one, and he only ran 10 times, not only, but 10 for 29 yards with <laughs> that 98 he, he locked that up. He did a good job. Yeah, with the 98 speed, he definitely did a good job there. The whole brown over the top thing killed me. He had five receptions, like 200 yards and three touchdowns. It was just like Kyrie over again. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, uh, that's what yeah. Q's been doing the past few games, though. It's just been. I'm obviously good. playing to preserve the cycle. I I can't have a three hundred million dollar. Why do you Why do you think list. he's been doing that? Because that's all he really can do. Um, yeah, anytime I was in or cover one or something like that, it was basically 
throwing up seven like, It seemed like you was in man a lot because Hollywood had five for 209 <laughs> and three touchdowns, and Trey yeah. McBride had seven for 144. It's, you sound like you was playing like me, A Rod. You just saying, man, like, you better figure man it out. The defense is playing at a top like five or like something like that, top five level. Um, so a lot of it was behind the man concepts I, concepts I run, but he just he just exploits that with the speed and I'm stubborn. I stuck with it and I should have went off of it. And, but like I said, I, I'm not playing the way I should be playing. I'm really trying to preserve the the cycle with yeah. Lamar. So it's hard for me to engage in these type of shootouts with him as much as I would love to, you know. But right now my hands are tied a little bit and. I gotta look at the bigger. Picture. How many? How many picks does he have? Uh, sixteen. Which, which he's at sixteen, I, so he's slowing down. It's, it's it's gone considerably down the past few weeks. I are you two I and maybe. six? Yeah, I am two and six. six. All right, so and you're I'm two only picks two picks a game. First. <laughs> yeah, you're two. Yeah, exactly. That's a positive. But y'all, you yeah, down to two picks a game. He hasn't yeah, thrown I'm, more than two interceptions in a game since week four. Um, yeah, more, more than two. Since oh, actually, four, no, no. Has... Actually, you're a little over two picks a game because he doesn't. Ha- he has one game missed, so he has seven, and he's no. It would, still, it would still be two picks a game. He played seven games, just roughly. Oh, yeah, what I'm two. saying is, yeah, yeah. yeah, two points something like, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. and uh, numbers one point eight, right? Is it is it one point eight and under, or is it nothing over one point eight? 1.8's the number. So that it's 1.8 and over is you lose your death. So can you anything 1.7999? Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Okay. 1.79 right. you have to be. And I don't even know if it's round. Maybe you have to be 1.7 for and he rounds up and down. So there I don't know. know. I mean he's I probably know. gonna lose it anyway because I'm not producing stats with him in the air because I'm being conservative, but I'd rather Madden take it than I mean, the you, game just put him back at a normal dev. If anything, exactly. I would just put him down to superstar. You could end up like me. I sat trailing Burks for the last four or five games, and he's still going to get suspended. So he just missed half a year when I could have just really got – I could have got him super suspended and just kept throwing on the ball. Super <laughs> suspended. I saw him doing Puka, man. When Traylon Burks comes back week 15, I don't think I'm throwing the ball yeah, to not a single other receiver, bro. I, I think <laughs> – I personally think that uh, you should have got him super suspended. Then we could have had a, a talk. To change his name to Darnell Moss, made him 6'4, 99 <laughs> speed, and then we would have nah, been all bro, set. He had, a, he had a fucking, you know, commit a crime in order for that to happen, bro. Yeah, I think <laughs> breaking PML rules is a crime, sir. Uh, it depends man. on what your definition right. of crime is. Anything, <laughs> uh, anything else um, for this week? Yeah, yeah. So the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Denver Broncos 41 21, Chiefs sitting at 6 and 2. Now um, the Broncos falling to one and seven. Trey Lance threw another three interceptions in this game. Man, God so. damn. Well, yeah. Not, uh, oh, and the Broncos had five total rush attempts. Oh, oh. they have well, four the from the Johnson and one from Javante Williams. Oh, uh, you know what the you know what the bad part is? This game was not even as close as the score says. It was thirty-one zero at halftime. Like it was bad. God bad. Damn, bro! What the is Bronco going just on? got DK some touchdowns because the Chiefs stopped trying. D- D- DK's over there in his drama voice. What happened? Cause what happened? We were good, and then we get a bad team, and we no good no more. That crazy. Um, and they patch my they patch my and, pinch defense. That shit's the crazy. Fun, the crazy part is like. Even with the running, he ran it four times with Johnson, but for 34 yards, so it was doing all right. 
<laughs> yeah, he just said, fuck that shit. He's doing okay. He said, fuck that shit. We have three games left. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers defeated the Cincinnati Bengals 38-19. 49ers 5-3, Bengals 2-5. No touchdowns, uh, but no picks from Joe Burrow. I know he's also um, – no, he's been playing really good. Bit. But he's been playing good since he started slowing down the interceptions. He had well, 13. You're not so. really, you're not really throwing a lot of interceptions when you're throwing bubble screens to uh, Tyler Boyd. Ain't that right, Cook? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, Tyler Boyd only had one catch, so joke's on you. Yeah, but Joe, he, he, decided, he decided that the best thing to do was put Jamar Chase in Tyler Boyd's position. <laughs> Is that what happened? And, and start running the bubble screens to him. So, you know, shout out Goose being innovative. Um, Football mind, baby. What's, uh, what's the next game? Is that it? No, we have two more games left. The next game, the Chicago Bears defeated the Los Angeles Chargers 33-27. Bears 5-3. and Chargers dropped 2 and Two in a row to go to five and two. That's tough. That's tough. That Matagy game in his head right now. And you can't sleep on the Bears at all, even with that roster. Yeah, and the, the Koala Bears are the Koala Bears are maturing in front of our eyes. The, the funny that. thing, the game that the Bears lost last week, everybody needs to remember, Brees Hall went down with an injury. So he had yeah, to Leonard, like a Fournette, quarters. Leonard Fournette got 21 carries this one. No, Brees Hall played this one, but he must have got hurt again. He only had nine carries. So. <laughs> nah, God. Yeah, Brees, Brees Hall actually out for four weeks with broken ribs, I believe. Oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, so, uh, <laughs> Brees Hall had a yo, rough, yo, rough greedy, start. What, oh, what you trade this man? So he, said no, he said no return policy, bro. That is yo, crazy, bro. Yo, fuck the trade committee. You, you let that boy get raped, and now he ain't got him at all. He got injured both games that he played. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah, that's so uh, tough. That's tough. That's tough. That's but tough injury, injuries are a thing in this Madden for sure, bro. Like, for sure. I should have running backs. I feel like running yeah. a lot of running backs have gotten hurt, especially yeah, now backs, on ball. quarterbacks now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough out here in these streets, man. Yeah, yeah man. What's with the on ball injuries? It's uh, it's definitely more realistic, but might not be it. more fun for it. some people. I love it. It's gonna suck. I lost Calais Campbell for a few weeks, and it did suck. But I love it. And he conveniently came back against me. That's yeah, crazy. How Neff just cheated, bro. It is yeah, wild, bro. Baby. I put him on the practice squad, put him back on the team, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he baby. Show back up. Uh, hey, I'm back. Play, baby. Um, what's uh? But I did. Uh, I did notice uh, one thing. I, I didn't mention this when we talked about. It. I did notice one thing. We need a linebacker, bro. When Troy Anderson went down, we had Lorenzo Carter out there playing sub line. Bro, it was not pretty. We got to find out what we're going to do. As what happens line, when you don't have a 93 speed linebacker to fill your team, <laughs> right? We went from a 93 <laughs> speed linebacker to a 78 speed linebacker or playing a defensive end, a sub linebacker. We said, we'll take the defensive end. We're going to we're gonna rock with that. That 79 speed, 55 zone and man coverage ain't going to cut it. I'll take the 87 speed with the same man and zone coverage. Uh, what's the uh, what's the next game, D-Loy? Uh, then the last game, the Detroit Lions defeated the Las Vegas Raiders 42-26. Lions now 5-3, and three, Raiders 2-6. and six. And for some reason, I don't know if it was an injury, but Zonovan Knight led the Raiders in carries. Um, he had 23 carries for 106, and Josh Jacobs had two. So I don't know. Uh, I will hope oh, Josh I, Jacobs got hurt, he, right? He might have had a dev game with him. 
Chris Donovan. But Josh Jacobs yeah. just on a fresh five-year or four-year extension at the age of 25. So shouldn't he be getting the ball regardless of any death? Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. I'm not the one that's, that's running the Raiders. That's uh, two and six. Now, yeah. You know, Mike, Mike's yeah, got a plan. Exactly. Mike's got a plan. I'm going to say he got hurt, maybe, but who knows. <laughs> he did get Energizer for the third uh, ability slot. I did see that happen. I don't know what that does. Uh his ability will replenish a portion of the stamina upon successfully performing any skill move. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I have no idea what Energizer was, like what that did. Is that for Jacobs? Yeah, yeah for Jacobs, yeah. Uh, a lot of people got their third abilities uh, or their locked abilities unlocked with JT's thing yesterday, so... um. Mm. If y'all haven't done that, it is an announcement. Go make sure you um, do that. It takes a few seconds. You'll see your role essentially in upgrades. And then uh, I don't know who's been doing the upgrades for the commissioners, but somebody – has it been Kiron for the most part? It's been Kiron. I think uh, have ability, if you have abilities, you have to – You have to. the commissioner has to yeah, do it. be the commissioner. Yeah. Well, yeah, the commissioner has to do the regular abilities. But Kieran might have commissioner abilities in in the league as well because you have to be a commissioner just to upgrade anybody. Oh yeah, that's right. What am I saying? Now nah, you got to be a commissioner yeah. upgrade anyway. So yeah, yeah. If not, so, let me uh, go ahead and sneak in a couple real quick. <laughs> yeah, baby. What am I saying? What am I saying? Yeah. Uh, but that's the that was the last game of this week. That's that's all the games. Yep. Caught all up. right, let's jump into next week real quick. Uh, we'll talk about the games and give our our takes on that. And then if it's a, a, a money line or a, a game line from this week, I'll uh, mention what the spread is, and then we'll talk about that, and then we'll get the professional opinion of A-Rod. Uh, what's, uh, what's the first game on the slate, uh, whoever's um, reading the next week games? First game, the 3-4 and four Titans play the 2-4 and four Pittsburgh Steelers. 3-4 and four Titans are negative 5 against the plus 5 Pittsburgh Steelers. And I am going with a negative five on the Tennessee Titans in this one. Thank you. <laughs> I think this will be a little closer than anybody thinks. I know that uh, Kurt has had some stinkers the past two games with Zach Wilson. I think he threw um, quite a few interceptions last game, and he's just not going to change. Um, but I think this might be an upset of the week, and I would not be shocked if the, the Steelers won the money line on this one. Uh, what's uh, uh not thank you, not thank you, but no, no, we're gonna run the ball. Right. I know that. No, I I just played the Steelers. I don't know if you're gonna you can run it, I don't know if you're gonna run it well. They had TJ Watt, well, I, and did, I didn't say that. <laughs> I just said I'm gonna run the ball, and I'm stubborn enough yeah. to make sure I run the ball right to those um superstars. Yeah, they ain't gonna they ain't gonna blow that shit up. I'm changing my pick immediately. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think I don't think you need to run the ball well. Uh, what I think is gonna happen is you're gonna play uh, conservative enough and well enough to wait for his mistakes, and he's gonna make a million of them, and then the game's gonna get out of hand. So that's why that's why I'm leaning that way. Um, draw, uh, how do you feel about it, Cook? Who you're going with? Negative five to the Tennessee Titans in this one. Ah, uh, shoot. I, you know, usually when it's two bad teams, my rule is to take the points. So I think I would take the points in this scenario. Wow. Hey. He's bad, bro. That's crazy. Hey. Tom, how do you feel about it? 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, um, last week was my first foray into a sports book, something that I kind of stayed away from since I came into PMN, but um, this one's too risky for my money. I mean, I'm thinking about that Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> defense. Bro, I'm thinking bro, about Will Levis trying to throw the ball, and I just don't believe that um, – I don't have any faith in the Tennessee Titans being able to cover, so I stayed away from this well, one. Should we have faith in that falsity while you take it yeah. down? The next game is the Waddleless Dolphins, but he, I heard he has some wiggle still, even though he doesn't have Waddle. Dolphins taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, who are 6-2. Dolphins 5-3. and Yeah, and you got the Dolphins that are plus 8.5, minus 8.5 for the Chiefs. Um, I think KC doesn't have a great run defense, uh, so I stood away from one. Um, I see the Chiefs covering, yeah. Could I also see the Dolphins somehow winning this? Yeah. Uh, I think it's a lot closer than the, the line is, so I, I stood away from this one. They were in a division together last cycle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know the one game's going to yeah. come from that Dolphins team. Can he stop is the question. I don't think it's necessarily easy. And that's why I'm I'm leaning towards staying away from that one. Yeah. Uh, I will probably take the Dolphins points, but it's just he's going to run the ball so much that it's just going to give him opportunities to kind of just stay in there. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's my only reason I could think of. Um, if I had to choose, I'll probably take in eight and a half for the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I just feel like even if he loses, it'll be close. You will have to assume 30 carries will take place between the two backs in Miami, and the clock and time of possession just go enough where you shouldn't get just blown out, in my opinion. But How about uh, I think the Chiefs win, but I'll take the Dolphins points plus eight. I'm gonna have to go with the Chiefs with the, the yeah. points because the margin of victory the past few weeks for the Chiefs, uh, they beat the Vikings by 12, they beat the Broncos by 7, they beat the Chargers by 20, they beat the Broncos by 20. Um, I think that this game is played through the ground, and which is going to frustrate uh, the Dolphins to throw some interceptions, and I think it just shifts towards the Chiefs covering. I would even take that at maybe 12 at this point. I think it's going to be a, a, big, a big win for the Chiefs. All right. Uh, uh, Cook, real yeah. quick, how do you feel about this game? Uh, yeah, I think I, if I had to place a bet, this is a, this is one I would stay away from. But if I had to, I'd probably pick the Chiefs because, as A-Rod said, Magic's playing some really good ball right now. And yeah. if anybody could lock up that Dolphins run game, I, I feel like he's one of the better users at that. And, Dramas Fawcett, how do you feel? Yeah, this is another game that I was afraid of. I stayed away from it. Um, If I had to bet, I would take the Chiefs on the money line. I just don't – I'm not comfortable with – uh. The eight points, given what we saw Miami do to the Patriots last week. All right. So uh, moving on, what's the next game? Um, next oh, game, John. we have the battle of the 500 teams. The Vikings at 4-4 four and four, taking on the Falcons at 4-4. Four and four. Uh, uh, Vikings have 9.5, Falcons plus 9.5. And, and I am hammering the 9.5 to the Falcons. What about hammering the money it? I, I'm not, it doesn't pay enough. Um, so I'm just doing it. It doesn't pay ways. enough. <laughs> it's 3.3 <laughs> times the money. 3.3 3. 3 is not enough. To make it doesn't pay enough. 
I'd rather risk one for 15 or risk one for 63 and do the parlays, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like, you're like the dollar scratch-off guy. You, you come in my sports yeah. store and do one point every week. Yeah, that's right. I'm dollar scratch-off, <laughs> bro. I either hit or I lose a dollar, bro. Either way, I'm living. Um, but, yeah, I'm going with the uh, I'm going with the Falcons at plus nine and a half in this one. Uh, I'll take the Falcons at plus nine. I think uh, it's just a lot of weapons <laughs> that Atlanta has. Um, to try to pick your poison with, and it's going to come down to Ritter. I don't know if the Falcons get the win, but I think they have enough firepower to at least plus nine is wild. I think it would definitely be a single digit game. Mm-hmm. I say that they have to lose by thirty, and I'm like, what happened? Cause what happened? <laughs> what happened? Cause I took you in sports, because what happened? Um, how do you feel about it, uh, uh, A Rod? Yeah, professional. I mean, look, look, looking at the season, the Vikings beat the Buccaneers by 15. They beat HD by uh, eight or nine, I believe. They took down JT by 20. Was it 32 at that point? Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are similar tiered coaches with, with Neff. And I just think that um, Wimmy takes the win by double digits on this one. Okay. Uh, Cook? Uh, you know, I, I just don't like, like, none of these lines are ones I feel comfortable betting. Like, these are all scary. I, I, A-Rod's making good lines. I'll give him that. But if I had to pick one, it would probably be the Falcons just because, I don't know, I don't feel like the Vikings can, like, would have the capability of getting a double-digit win necessary to cover the spread. And especially with Waddle now, it just creates issues all around town. So, uh, you know, we saw that struggle a little bit in this first game with Waddle, but, you know, I feel like uh, if Troy Anderson's healthy, then you should be good. Uh, I recently, given the uh, recent trade uh, that the Minnesota Vikings made to send away Harrison Smith, I don't see how there's any way that secondary is covering all the weapons uh, that the Atlanta Falcons has. So if the Falcons just play smart, safe football like they did against the Tennessee Titans, um, I definitely have confidence in the building we cover the nine points. All right. Uh, yeah. next All right. Game, next uh, game, we have the one and seven Arizona Cardinals taking on the four and three Cleveland Browns. This is not a sports book, so we could just pick it. I'm going with that Arizona Cardinals to get their second win. Uh, does he do, do? Does he play the whole AFC North? He lost to the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. They play the whole, He plays all AFC North. I think. I think he's mad enough. Maybe. Maybe it's a one off. Maybe he gets that first one. He's like, eh, it is what it is. I ain't too worried about it. But maybe he's mad enough to at least beat the competition that he should beat. And maybe he does come out with a win. But I'm going to go with the uh, – actually, you know what? I'm go with the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns on the upset. But he's a favorite to me in this in this game. Um, I don't know. I like the way Kyler looked last game. So I'm going to go Arizona if Kyler can look remotely close. But I'm not shocked if it goes Cleveland's way. But just for the pick right now, I'll go Cardinals. All right. Uh, how about you, Aaron? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go on a line, too. would you have a yeah, line? Yeah, I, I just. Uh, I didn't make a line for this one. You don't know which key you're going to get. I just played him, so my line would probably be recently biased um, based on my game versus him. So I, I stuck away. So what would you put as that recent? What would be your recently biased line? Just put it out there. Uh, pick him. Pick him? All right. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about this? It is practically a pick 'em cook. How do you feel about this game? Uh, I feel like if Q plays like the way he has the past couple of weeks, then he can win this. But uh, 
I don't know. It really just depends legitimately if Maui knows how to stop Hollywood Brown. And honestly, I'm not sure he'll be able to contain him. So I'm going to take the Cardinals. Uh, how about you, uh, Drama? The Cardinals are the number one defense in the league. Basically, in yards, passing, rushing, they're, they're one of the top. They're playing good football. It's just the offensive well, side of the no, ball. No, 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 no. I, I got to correct you on that because I've once had the one of the best defensive, defenses in the league. And I sucked. Okay. And the reason I had the best defense is because I turned the ball over in my side of the field. And then they got to yeah, go that, 20 that, yards. I will say that's, that's not happening, though. I play the Browns. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, no, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, those numbers some, sometimes can be skewed. Um, I'll go to the Browns. I think, um, you know, Seattle had a bunch of firepower. But Browns, I think that defense, um, both of um, Hunting, Tyler Murray. I just think it's Natalie comes out, plays. Um, Jim Hunting the ball, you know, Cooper on the outside. Um, I think that you know the ball. He's going Browns. I heard that. Yeah, I heard that. Um, next game we have the. This could be game of the week. The seven and one Los Angeles Rams against the five and two Green Bay Packers. Oh, and there is a line for this one. The line for this one is negative six to the Green Bay Packers, plus six to the Rams. And it, it I went with the Green Bay Packers over a negative six. Um, if he's sitting up and just the skill level, they're both really, really good coaches. Um, but with the difference in team, he should be able to cover at least a touchdown, in my opinion. So I went with negative six for the Packers in this one. I think it's going to be a good um, game either way you cut it. I'm going to take the Rams points. I think the Packers win the game. I think uh, it'll be a close game. I think Cook is just going to, you know, on defense, he's still good. He's still going to figure out how to keep it close. Um, and then we've seen historically uh, Hype Mike in these games not show, like, his full offense or, you know, all that stuff. So I think it'll be a close game, but I'll take the Rams points. All right. How about you? What's your professional opinion, A Rod? If you wanna, if you wanna take a risk this week, this is probably the game to do it. Taking the Rams the money line, uh, doubling your money times two. Um, I can see the Rams outright winning this, and I would actually take them with the points as well. All right. And uh, how you feel, Cook? You want to sign it or just pass it along to Drama? Um, I mean, it should be a good game because, uh, this is my. Matchup before my bye week, just played the Cowboys. So, you know, playing the Cowboys and the Packers back-to-back before the bye will give us a good idea of where we are because uh, our schedule is a little light this year. I'm not going to lie. The whole NFC West, we play uh, the, I believe, the entire NFC East and AFC North. So it's one of the weaker strains of schedule. So, again, these matchups will be a good litmus test to see uh, what this team's really about. Drama, what are you taking here? Minus six, six Packers. to Packers. Yeah, Packers. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers. Um, I think that uh, the offense is going to be too much for that uh, uh, Rams defense. I think Jair Alexander, the actual killer for Cooper Cup, is going to give the Rams some problems. So I'm taking the Packers for the point. All right, moving on. What's um, next, next game, we have the 2-5 and five Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the 6-1 and one Houston Texans. Texans. Carson Strong ain't doing it. I agree. He doesn't have a quarterback, so. <laughs> I'm actually writing about this now in the power rankings. 
Um, I think a lot of teams are going to have to put a, a strong emphasis on their backup quarterback. Uh, I think the past few cycles, we've been able to get away with whoever you had back there yeah. and with no, with no consequence. But I think now we're starting to see what a the lot of people. A lot of people hit me up for Willis, and basically my response was there. Like, I'm nervous because I had two games already that Levis hasn't finished, and I'm just lucky that it wasn't long-term injury. You know what I mean? So I've yeah. seen a lot more quarterback injuries there, and I do think that backup quarterback is going to have to be someone that's at least competent. You know what I mean? Like, right. I could yeah. do something with if he has to come into the game. Yeah, I mean, no, watching, I... like, the Cardinals and the Buccaneers suffer because they don't have a competent backup quarterback. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm Matt Stafford gets hurt. I know I don't have a good backup. Like I know we're cooked, so it's like something that <laughs> I, it's something you can't really do about the first year. It's kind of what you get, what you get. But mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you're seeing these other guys struggle. You see what you don't have, and it definitely makes you think either free agency or the draft. Just like bringing a veteran, just put him behind. It's like a 75 overall. It beats Carson Strong being a 57. There is a difference <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, drama. Where you at on uh, Buccaneers? All, all right, all right. So, uh, <laughs> moving on to the next game, we have the Koala Bears sitting at five and three, taking on the New Orleans Saints, who are also five and three. So, what is the origin of the Koala Bears? Like, how how do you get that name? Because as he said his roster uh, sucked as a bunch of babies that they were young, so. Mm. That's why okay. they're the koala bears. But they, they, they have grown up. They started slow, but they have grown up almost right in front of our eyes. So um, they've been winning some pretty impressive games lately. Um, but they have no Bajan. Nah, they don't. Not Bajan. Not Bajan. They don't have Brees. They don't Brees. have Brees. Um, and then to stop them last game against the Chargers, I think they carried that momentum here. I don't know if there's a line or not. Now I'm not sure where Neff went. Um, but if I just take this or a rod there in line for Bears Saints, that's uh, the Bears are favored two and a half. Two and a half. Uh, I'll still this go Bears. I think, I think, yeah, it is tough. I, I think they stay hot. I'll go Bears. That Chargers win because of light. Yeah, I mean, JC shows up for the higher tier coaches and seems to drop to the lower tier coaches at least this season. I think this is one he shows up for, and possibly he could he could pull the upset on the money line. So I, I would honestly take the Saints outright maybe to win this one. All right, what are you saying on this one, Cook? Uh, I'll, I'll take the Bears. I feel like, you know, after the first game or two, I think Hefe's really figured out what he wants to do with this squad, and he's been playing some of the best football of anybody in the league right now. And like A-Rod said, J.C., it's inconsistent, and I feel like you can't do that against Hefe, so I'm going to take the Bears. No, Drama, yep. you say Bears Saints. I'm taking the Bears for the points. I think uh, the way Hefe's defense has been playing is going to cause some problems for the New Orleans Saints. Also, I think this is going to be the first game that the Saints really feels the pain of trading Marshawn Lattimore. So far, he's been playing a lot of zone, a lot of just sitting back in coverage, but against this Bears team, with these dynamic receivers and with Justin Fields in the backfield and the way that Hefe schemes to get his guys open downfield, um, I'm taking the Bears with the points. Yeah, and I'm, right. uh, I, I avoided this game because I think it could go either way, and it's a close spread, two and a half. Um, but if I had to choose, I'd probably I'd probably take the Bears minus two and a half. 
All right, so that should definitely be a good game um, there. Uh, the next one, we have the 3-5 and five Washington Commanders taking on the 4-3-1 and one New England Patriots. 15.5 is the line, 15.5. Minus 15.5 for the Patriots, plus 15.5 for the Washington Commanders. And since the Patriots can't stop the run, uh, I went with the Washington Commanders 15.5. I don't think he'll win. But I yeah. think he could make it close enough um, that that fifth. Yeah, yeah, I'll take the points on that. Um, that's my. That's where I'm going with that. Mm, I I'll agree. I'll agree that him not being on top of the run and then still being able to run against that Commanders team is always going to be tough with that front seven. So, nah, I think Patriots win, but I'll take the points here. To me, it's all yeah. about, especially a game like this, if Vet sticks to the script and then plays the small ball that's, you know, propelled him to win some of these games this season. If he could do that, I think he covers a spread. But I think, I think that um, the Patriots pull ahead and he tries to play catch up, and that hole just gets a little deeper and a backdoor cover yeah, by yeah. the Patriots. Yeah, I, I I could see that. If the Patriots get out to a quick lead and put pressure on that that offense, then that's a totally different story because. He really can't throw the ball to come back. But if he's got the ball and he, he's able to take the air out, it could get ugly for the Patriots if he's not able to maintain that. Uh, I would I would take the Patriots. I feel like Dodd will probably come in with the mentality of trying to stop the run first. And, you know, we haven't seen the commanders be able to pass the ball on anyone yet. So I mean, he, he that's the reason I feel that is because he just played the Dolphins where he tried to stop the run first and still couldn't. And he said he was going to try to stop the run first and then still going to do it at the end of the day. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of just trust him to be able to. I mean, especially after last week, I think, you know, like he made adjustments in the second half to be able to stop the run. So if he just okay. does what he did in the second half of that game, then I trust Nda to pull it off with the spread. All right. And uh what's drama. what's the next game? Oh drama, yeah. Right. Um I would take the Patriots. Uh if I had to bet on this game, there were other uh better odds out there for me. Um I just don't see the commanders being able to move the ball on offense. Um I know there's a lot being said about the Patriots run defense, but there's a vast difference between uh Devin Achan and Raheem Mostert when you have Tariq Hill and Robbie chosen to worry about on the back end versus uh, the commanders, you know, running it with um, Brian Robinson and um, who's that other guy they got uh, from uh, Memphis. I, I just think there's a big, yeah, Gibson. Gibson. I think there's a big difference between the rushing attack of the commanders uh, and the rushing attack of the dolphins. And I just don't believe that the threat of uh, Sam Howell throwing the ball is going to cause the Patriots to come out of that um, eight man mm -hmm. box. All right. All right. What's the uh, moving what's on the... to the next game? We have the six and one Seattle Seahawks taking on the two and six Baltimore Ravens. I could skip this one. Hey, you're uh, obviously not gonna... so defeated, bro. Uh, <laughs> no, is, is there a spread no, for this? No, no, no. All right, then, yeah, we're taking Seahawks then. Everybody's taking Seahawks. Let's move on. All right. Uh, the next game, the three and five Indianapolis Colts take on the two and five Carolina Panthers. Uh, and there is a spread for this game. There is. Uh, I don't know if you wanna you wanna bet against it. Plus four for the Panthers, minus four for the Colts. 
And it depends on what CB we get. I could see this game going either way. Uh, if I had to bet, I'm going minus four Colts at this time. But who knows? That that blitz scheme could create a lot of issues for the uh, – I'm actually going Panthers money line here. I do think Ooh. the blitz scheme will cause issues. for. I know that the Colts have that great offensive line. But I just think with uh, you know the accuracy that Richardson is under pressure with Richardson, I do think they'll get to him and um, JT will find a way. It's just crazy we're coming off a game where he just got donutted, right? But like, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Panthers here. All right. So what's uh, what's your take? I mean, A Rod, what's um, your take? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go money <laughs> If I'm betting this game, I'm going to money on the Panthers. I, I think that they come out with a win on this one. All right, Cook. Uh, I would actually go Colts because I feel like uh, he's better at stopping the run than he is the pass based on what I played him. Or actually, wait, no, I'm not no, taking the wrong person. CB. No, CB. I think CB actually could get cooked by the run. So um, I, I don't think the Panthers could win the game. The plus four is close. I think I would take the Colts, but I think it's going to be within a touchdown. All right. How about you, Drama? Um, I avoided this one as well. Um, I think this may be a game that the uh, Panthers gets up for. Uh, that, yeah, the Panthers gets up for, tries to make a statement. Um, if he does, you know, come with that blitz scheme that he, he's known for, I just don't see A. Rich being able to, uh, um, you know, have an answer for that. So I think it'll cause them some problems. All right. All right. So move, moving on. With next game. The next game, uh, division game over here in the NFC East, the 5-1, the Dallas Cowboys taking on the 3-5 and five Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. There is no line on this on Sportsbook. I am going right, to go. So this is I'm going to go Eagles. Oh, I'm going Cowboys. The Cowboys uh, are playing well right now. Fred would have been eight and a half. Uh, I would have took eight and a half. Plus eight and a half to the Eagles. You would have took. Uh, I would have taken. What are you taking? What are you taking straight up? Uh, Cowboys. All right. Uh, How about you, Cook? Uh, I feel like this will be an interesting game because usually, no matter how good or bad H is doing in a season or in a cycle, he always gets up for his like. I don't want to say get up. But uh, he always at least locks in for his divisional matchups more. And mm-hmm. like, I feel like JT is the same way, too. Like, HD will play, like, Maggi close. He'll play Debo close last year. And then, you know, moves to everybody else. So, you know, this will be the first time these two are playing this time. And uh, this could set the tempo, potentially, for what happens the rest of the cycle. Because, uh, you know, drama wins by a bunch here. Uh, like, it'll be hard for the Eagles to come back from that. So, I think uh, – I. I want to pick HD. I don't trust him. Though. I'm going to pick drama, but like my, my heart saying pick HD, my mind saying pick drama. So I'm going to take drama, but like I would not be surprised to see the Eagles win at all. What's, what's your comment, drama? Um, Cowboys are covered at eight and a half. That's it. Nope. Yeah, that's it. No, that's it. All right. Let's go. Next game. Um, next game, we have the two and six New York Giants taking on the two and six. Las Vegas uh, Raiders. Who wants Caleb Moore? We'll find this out. This is a big game for the Caleb standings. <laughs> this is a huge game. <laughs> minus, minus seven and a half to the Raiders. If I had to uh, pick 
game, and I I no, I didn't actually. But if I had to pick, I'm taking the Raiders minus seven and a half. Uh, I agree. I'll take the Raiders seven and a half. Um, I think he'll just. I don't know. I don't think nobody like I said. I don't think they're purposely tanking. I don't think nobody's <laughs> going all out either. So um, <laughs> I just think Mike is a better player. So I'll still go Raiders. Uh, yeah, this right, is a line uh, I think you st- you stay away from. But um, yeah. if I were to put any money on this one, I would take the Giants with the points. I think it'll be a lower scoring game, but the uh, the Raiders will win. I bet we should get a prop bet here because I think they're both um, not fully invested. I don't t- think we <laughs> we see a single fourth down. Nobody will go for it on fourth down. I'll say that. Over under half. them, bro. It's gonna be punts and field goals. If I hey fourth and inches, just punt it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I would take the Giants points though. I would. I just like I said, my rule when it's two bad teams playing together, usually you take the points, especially if it's more than a field goal. So I would take the Giants with the points. Who wins that game? I don't know. It's literally going to be who tangs better. All right. Uh, what's the? Uh... Oh, drama. What uh, do you? Drama. What do you take? Drama. Oh, uh, what's the game again? Negative uh, Giants to the Raiders versus Raiders. Raiders, Raiders versus Giants. I took the Raiders in this game. I don't see that there's any way that the Giants are going to be able to um, mount any offense against that Raiders defense. All right. What's the next game, uh, D Wood? Uh, the next game is the five and three Buffalo Bills taking on the two and five Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, this one had a spread, 13 and a half to the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills, and that's that's what my bet is. I, draw, I, I see interceptions. I see uh, the Bills coming out big on this. What's your take, D-Lake? Um, Yeah, I think the Bills win this one. What's the spread again? Or, 13 and a half. Not, okay. Uh, yeah, I take the Bills. Bad, uh, A-Rod. Yeah, he just went down to CEO by, what, 19 or something like that? Yeah. Um, I mean, 13 and a half is a lot. I wouldn't bet it, but I would take the bills on this one with the points. Cook? Uh, I think I, I think I would take the 13 and a half because, I mean, Goose hasn't won a lot of games, but he hasn't really gotten blown out in a lot of games either. And I don't know if Beast is going to be good enough to blow out Goose. Like, win? Yeah, I could trust him to do that. But the cover to spread, I, I would take the Bengals here. All right. Uh, yeah, I got the Bills blowing this thing out of the water. I don't think there's a chance that the, uh, the Bengals covers. Nah. I mean, I'm going – I'm putting a lot on Beast, but um, just thinking of, of the way that these two teams match up um, with the Bills' defense and their secondary particularly, I don't think there's going to be anything that the uh, Bengals can do to mount an offensive attack. So, uh, yeah, taking the Bills to cover 13 and a half. All right, and then the final game next week is uh the five and two Los Angeles Chargers taking on the four and three New York Jets. And then five and two, who do you lose to? He lost to uh he lost to the he lost to the Cowboys. No, he beat the Cowboys. Uh, he lost to the the Bears, the Bears, the Bears. Yeah. Ah. Uh, oh, the Chargers. Uh, my bad. Y'all talking about the Chargers. I thought y'all talking about the Jets. Yeah. I smacked the Jets. Oh, my yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> nah. uh, Chargers negative seven, uh, minus seven and then plus seven for the um, 
the Jets. I I am hammering the minus seven for the Chargers. There's this different level of teams and different level of users, in my opinion. I'll take the Chargers. I think it's more so like after losing two in a row, and I know codes. There's like a get back, you know what I mean? Like and now I got to mm. win, and I got to win like in style. He'll be diving in the end zone, all that stuff's gonna be going on. So, um, I'll go with the Chargers. Hey, Rod. Um, I mean the Chargers dropped two straight seven points. I think the spread is right. That's a yeah, that's yeah. a that's a touchdown. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this one was a three point game. Um, and. We just watched Mataji and Hefe take him down with the ground and pound style of football, that which I also realized that Greeny plays as well. So I think this one's close. I don't necessarily think the Jets will win, but I think the Jets cover the seven. Uh, you just realized Greeny plays with the ground game? <laughs> um, well, I'm actually looking at I'm looking at Avon's stats as I said that. And, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought he added on a little more than he did. He only had eight touchdowns, eight interceptions, so he's playing very conservative. Yeah. Uh, I, how I do you, you feel about a cook? Uh, I would actually take the Jets line here because I feel like as good as the Chargers have played, they've been in a lot of close games. And uh, Greeny's been playing better the past couple of weeks. And these guys were divisional rivals last year, so these guys kind of know yeah. what each other likes to do tendency-wise. And usually that makes for a close game. And all that mixed together makes me think that the Jets can at least cover the spread. But y'all have to remember... Vita Vea will be here now. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. That was going to be my talking point. I mean, guys, mm-hmm. I'm forgetting that Vita Vea is joining Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa and Derwin James and all of those weapons on the defense for the Los Angeles Chargers. And I think it's going to be difficult uh, for the Jets to be able to mount any type of uh, an attack on offense. I think the Jets, one thing that I feel like I recognize in our game, he shies away from superstars. Like, if you have a superstar or X-Factor on the field, he's going to run away from him. He's going to throw away from him. But with the Chargers now having all those weapons on yeah, the D-line nah, right. and then yeah. having Derwin James Roman uh, in the middle of the field, I think it's going to really um, – it's going to scare the Jets. And I don't see them being able to really uh, get out of this one without a lot of turnovers. Yeah, yeah. so that was the, the games for the week, right, d There was no yeah, other – Yep. Um, get your sports books in. Get your player props. Get whatever you need to get. Uh, try to get yourself out of content point debt <laughs> drama. Um, but, <laughs> uh, we thank you for listening in. Uh, Jalen Waddle was a sim trade. Um, shout out uh, Debo uh, for being a uh, great trade partner. Um, and I needed him to whoop Deloitte's ass, uh, and it, it worked out in the end. And we everybody's happy besides Deloitte. Uh, have a great day, PML. We'll catch you. Uh, next and time. shout out to Drama's Fawcett for surviving.